Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn can be in your hands today with Earn In. Earn In is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earn In app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. I'm headed on a trip to Aruba, so I had to go on a huge shopping spree for all new summer clothes, so I know that's exactly how I would use the money I got from Earn In. So make Earn In a part of your financial routine and join Earn In's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earn In, I think about financial stability, security, it gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earn In today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earn In app, type in For The Girls under podcast when you sign up. It'll really help the show. For The Girls under podcast. Earn In is a financial technology company, not a bank. Subject to your available earnings, daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. A few years ago, I got the idea that I wanted my own brand for women to sell women's clothing and lingerie, but I had no idea where to get started. But then I found Shopify. (coughs) Shopify is your no excuses business partner. Sell without needing to code or design. Just bring your best ideas and Shopify will help you open up shop. One of the biggest obstacles for a first-time shop owner like me is having no e-commerce experience, but Shopify simplified everything so much that the site has become the least of my worries. From the graphic design aspect to making customer service super easy on my end, there's nothing you can't do. They give you everything you need to take control of your business, even as a beginner. Sign up now for a $1 per month trial at shopify.com slash for the girls, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash for the girls now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash for the girls. Settling is not an option for Everything me. I desire is already mine. What if you can have it all? <laughs> because every day is for the girls. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of For the Girls. I'm your host, Victoria Alario. And today we are talking about intentional dating and how to know if a man is wasting your time. So back in 2021, when I was 26, that's when I started intentionally dating. That's when I changed the game. So what does that mean? What is intentional dating? What exactly did I do? Well, for starters, I hired a dating coach, Crystal Iram, which if you've listened to my show for a while, you might know who that is because I did interview her. So a while back, I interviewed her on Successful Women and Dating. It is such a good episode, so definitely listen to that. But one of my girlfriends... Chelsea, who I also interviewed, actually, (laughs) I interviewed Chelsea a couple months ago on the show. So didn't even realize that Chelsea, I saw her go from being completely, completely single to being engaged in a matter of three months. And then only seven months later being married and then having a baby and whatnot. And she found her now husband after working with 
Crystal. So I heard her story. She shared it a lot on social media. So I reached out to her like, do you think that I should hire this woman? I know she's not like a matchmaker. She doesn't set you up. But it seems like the work that you did with her completely changed your life and literally landed you your dream man, your husband. And so she highly recommended her. I reached out. I did a program with Crystal early 2021. From then on, I completely stopped casually dating. I went celibate, which doesn't only mean sex. It includes even kissing. I was sober most of the time. I stopped forcing myself to go out to places that I didn't even really want to go to. Like I only would go with hopes of potentially meeting somebody there. And instead, I started going out only when and where I genuinely wanted to. I stopped doing any sort of house dates. So no guy was coming over or I wasn't going over anyone's house unless, you know, it was the real deal. So I didn't go over anyone's house. No hangouts, nothing like that. Completely done. I stopped accepting low effort dates. And I only went out with guys who took the time and effort to properly plan a date and properly pursue me my standards just kept getting higher and higher and higher and i did not waver at all i wasn't just making little preferences and things that i wanted i was making my list of requirements and there was no way around it so from then on i just trusted my gut stuck to my intuition and did what only felt completely right for me. So this is all in the same time. So that's really what the intentional dating was about. Just completely focusing on leveling up and no more accepting low effort or any casual nonsense. So like I said, it was early 2021 and I told Crystal how I really, really valued marriage and I really wanted to meet my person, my husband. And I was so ready to settle down. But I only had one prospect at the time. There was no one that I really liked. There was just one guy who was super attractive, I will say. And he was so into me, but I knew he wasn't it. I liked him as a person. He was a good man. He just wasn't my man. He didn't check any of my boxes really other than very surface level things. Like we did not have really any true compatibility. Of course, there was the chemistry and we got along. But to me, at this point, because I'm intentionally dating, that was not important. What was important was compatibility. Chemistry, you could find with anybody. So compatibility took precedent over chemistry completely. I don't care the vibes that we get. I don't care how much fun I have with you. If I know like this is not truly my husband, then, you know, that was out. So, but at the time, I didn't have that mindset yet. You know, like this now I I can say that so confidently. But at that time, I'm like, but I'm bored and he likes me. So should I just keep talking to him? Should I just keep hanging out with him? Should I let him take me out since I'm bored and whatever? It's just easy. You know, I'm getting attention without having to lift a finger. And Crystal was like, but why? For what? What is the point? You want to settle down. 
you want to meet your husband. You told me all the things you want. You have your list. You know everything that you desire. He doesn't check any of that. He's not going to give you what you want or what you need. So why would you waste your time with him? You want to waste your time with someone that you know is not your man and just block your blessings? Block your man from finding you? Limit your chances of meeting someone who's better suited for you simply because you're bored and he's easy? You're wasting your time and his. It's pointless. This is completely pointless. So I had to like go back to the drawing board because I realized I was really in a scarcity mindset. I had that mindset that most women have, which is that men are limited. There's not enough out there. There aren't that many good men. So if you have a good man in front of you, just take what you can get. It's a it's super, super, super scarcity mindset. So my energy was really low because my thought process was that dating was really hard and men are really limited. So my energy was at a very low vibrational energy. I was like not in a good abundant mindset at all. But I didn't realize it until she called me out. I didn't realize it until she told me how pointless it was to waste your time with someone that you know isn't it just because you have a scarcity mindset that men are limited. So after that, the game changed. After that was when I did all of those things that I just mentioned in the beginning. Everything I said that I did. I even went off of dating apps at that time because I felt like they weren't aligned with what I was doing. You know that celibacy and all that. I just felt like dating apps were a little too low effort for me, a little too casual for me. So I just went into a completely different headspace. Anything that was not aligned with what I was doing was out. Intentionally dating meant to feel like I was getting closer and closer and closer to my person. And I just felt that my person wasn't on a dating app. I always just felt like that's not where he's going to be. I knew it was going to happen more organically. So anything that wasn't serving me for the greater good or proving to be working for me, like drinking, partying, casual dating, sex, anything like that, cut out. So I can completely stop blocking my blessings and start making space for my blessings. So everything at that time was all about gut feelings, that when you know, you know feeling. I was trusting my intuition and just focusing on that. Because right along with that is also when you don't know, you know. I say that all the time. If it doesn't feel right, it isn't right. And so for me, the dating apps and all of those things that didn't feel right, I had to trust. So for you, if you have a man in your life or you're doing something in your life, trying to like just force yourself to meet somebody because you really want a partner, that doesn't feel right. So it isn't right. Women's intuition is extremely powerful. We know. We know before we even know. But women tend to keep giving men a chance even when it doesn't feel right with that man because of that scarcity mindset that there aren't enough guys out there. So step out of that mindset, step into your abundant mindset, start listening to your intuition and dating intentionally. Now, your three key words when you're dating intentionally are when and where. That's it, when and where. So when you're dating intentionally, you're only going on dates that are up to your standards. That's it. 
And what those standards are doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be what mine are. It doesn't have to be what your favorite dating coach influencers standards are. There's no requirement that everyone needs to follow. This is not a one size fits all. Dating and just life in general is your preference. It's what you want and what you desire. So how do you use those three keywords when and where? If a guy asks you out, you ask him this. When and where do you have in mind? That's it. You can get asked out on a daily basis by all different guys, the best looking guys, whatever, whoever. I don't care if you're asked out by 10 guys a day. That doesn't mean that you need to go. That doesn't mean that you need to take every opportunity. Abundance isn't only about quantity. When I say abundance, I don't mean that you need to have a full roster of 10 guys on it. I just mean you need to open your mind to knowing that there's so much more out there and better is out there. More quality guys are out there. Your wants are out there. Your desires are out there. Someone who's willing to meet your standards and meet your needs is out there. So that's about expanding your mind into that abundant mindset. So you don't have to go on a date just because a guy asked you. That's the scarcity. That's thinking I have to just take what I can get. No, you only go when it fits into your intentional dating requirements. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around the weight of different stressors in life, and no matter how big or small, when we keep them bottled up, it could start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's not just for those who've experienced major trauma. Therapy can even be there to just empower you to be the best version of yourself or to also help you practice setting and enforcing boundaries too. So if you've been thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist And you can even switch therapists if need be at any time for no additional charge. Therapy has never been made so easy before. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash for the girls today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash for the girls. We're all girls here, so I think it's safe to say we all agree that we mostly look forward to going home every day simply so we could take our bras off. We wear bras because we have to, not because we want to. But today's sponsor, Honey Love, just might be the thing that changes that for you. Say goodbye to underwire and bulky fabrics that make you sweat. Honey Love has started a revolution of bras you actually want to wear. Their bras feature supportive bonding that eliminates the need for underwire altogether without sacrificing lift. Plus, they're made with fabric that's so soft, it'll feel like a second skin and you'll forget you're even wearing it. For a limited time, only you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com slash for the girls. Support my show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash for the girls. I personally started wearing Honey Love over the summer and was in shock of how comfortable I felt in their bra and shapewear. I'm a huge shapewear girly, especially for special occasions like a wedding to wear under a dress. And sometimes they're just so uncomfortable, too tight. They roll down, they roll up and end up becoming more of a burden than anything else. But I felt so confident wearing Honey Love. It was a totally new experience for me. And now I swear by them. So treat yourself to the best bras on the market 
market and save 20% off at honeylove.com slash for the girls. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off. That's honeylove.com slash for the girls. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support my show and tell them I sent you. Treat yourself to Honey Love because you deserve it. So now you're asking a guy, when and where do you have in mind? And if he cannot properly answer that question, guess what your answer is? No. It's a no. The only acceptable response to that question is a day, time, and place. Nothing else. Not, oh, I figured we'd see, or oh, I just thought that we would plan it this week, or oh, I wasn't sure yet. I just wanted to see if you were free. No. Why would I tell you my availability and tell you that I'm free if I have no idea what I'm signing up for? If I tell you I'm free, and then your idea of taking up my time on a Saturday night is to go to a coffee date or to go to Burger King, whatever shit that I don't want to do that I don't enjoy doing. Now I just set myself up. It's a little silly to turn around now and be like, oh no, never mind. I don't want to do that. I just told you that I was free because I am free, but that's not something that I like to do. So I'm not going to do it. Like, sure, you could go ahead and be like, oh, actually that's not what I'm like up for. But wouldn't you just rather avoid all that? Wouldn't you rather know what you are agreeing to? Wouldn't you rather be able to say yes because you want to go to this or no, that's not really what I'm into? So you're setting yourself up for failure when you say yes to a date before you even know what he had in mind. Think about it like this. If you say yes without knowing what he had in mind, he could turn around and invite you to just come over. Oh, since, you know, we didn't really make a plan, I figured that we would just hang out. We can just Netflix and chill. No, that might be cute when you're casually dating and just going with the flow, having fun, and not worrying about where things can go. But if you're dating intentionally, that's a red flag. But speaking of red flags and flags in general, pay attention to those green flags just as much as the red flags. Everyone's always talking about all the red flags, but when you're so hyper fixated on them, all you're going to find is issues or things wrong with them. If you are actively looking for problems, you're gonna find them. When you vet men to weed out the bad ones, make sure that you're not just like nitpicking over things that you probably could live with, you probably could compromise on. On your lists of desires and needs in a partner, not everything is going to be a priority. So figure out what's most important and what you probably would be able to compromise on with the right partner for you. And it shouldn't be big major things, but the little things that maybe aren't as important to you as a 30 year old as they were to you when you were 21. So if you haven't updated your list in a little bit, Let's do a little refreshing. Don't think of every single thing as a red flag if they don't tick every single box off the bat looking at the bottom of your totem pole. There's probably things at the top that are way more important. So pay attention to that. Now there are tons of green flags, but I'm going to give you three examples of green flags that I've always paid attention to 
in dating. So my number one green flag is when a man does exactly what he says he's going to do. This proves he's a man of his word. This shows his integrity. No matter how big, no matter how small, you can pick up on this even on a first or second date with the guy. This does not have to mean that he is doing the craziest things for you. Anything that he says out loud that he's going to do, you witness it get done. His actions always match his words. He follows through on everything he says he's going to do. And what this does is this instills so much trust in him being a man that is tapped into his masculine energy that it allows you to embrace your feminine energy that much more. Women who have been single for a really long time or women who are just hyper independent in general might really struggle with that and they might get anxious leaving things to men after being let down and disappointed time after time. So they have a tendency to be the one to do the following up, the checking in and confirming, making sure like, are we still going to that place that you said you wanted to go to? Are we still getting together tonight? Are plans still on? Instead of waiting for him to do it and trusting that he will get it done. This happens when a woman is used to men who lack integrity, never follow up on their word, and are not embodied in their masculine. The more that his actions match his words, the more that you get to sit back and relax embodied in your feminine energy and trust in him to get it done, and you'll trust that it'll naturally flow and you will get exactly what you want. Green flag number two, consistency in his habits. Again, no matter how big or small, even things like sending you a good morning text every morning or a good night text every night, pay attention to that and appreciate that. Recognizing those little consistent habits motivates him to make bigger consistent habits. So if a man calls you on his lunch break every day, tell him how much you love that and look forward to it. Make sure that he knows how you feel about that. It's so disappointing when a guy does something for weeks, gets you all excited about it, and then he just gets comfortable and stops. So again, if he plans a dinner date once a week without fail, there you go, good. So show this behavior does not go unnoticed and reward this behavior using his love language or the one that you best show love in. Obviously, words of affirmation works really great here because there's nothing better or more clear than just expressing and communicating how you feel about something. Clearly communicating, I appreciate this, I value this, I look forward to this, I love this is the most direct way to make it clear to that person. But obviously, there's all different love languages and different ways to show your love and appreciation for someone or something. And number three, speaking of love languages, another green flag is when he offers acts of service. So yes, that's one of the five. Or also in that category, when he solves a problem for you. So men actually thrive off of feeling needed. It's like an ego boost, a confidence boost. It makes them feel masculine and manly. And it also feels good for them knowing that they are that man for you. They are the man that you can rely on. You feel comfortable going to them, asking for them. You see the value in them. You see that they are the one who can solve your problem. 
So don't be afraid to express a problem or something that you have going on because many men will naturally offer to help in some way even down to the most simplest way of just asking like is there anything I can do anything I can do to help that right there is offering a solution to your problem he might not just naturally step into the position to be like oh your pipe burst let me come over I'll come fix it but observe at least how he responds Because at least is there anything I can do is a whole lot more manly and masculine and better than him being like, oh, your pipe burst, that sucks. Oh, that sucks. That's happened to me before. Like, okay. Like just zero help. Almost to the point where you're like, I wish I didn't even say anything because that just gave me the ick. That just like bothered me when they're just like, oh, really? Oh, man. Like, so pay attention at least to how he responds. The problem solving aspect could be even if he's not offering to come check it himself something as simple as like I can look up a company for you to come fix it or I can call someone see what you should do whatever it might be just see how he handles adversity now girls another thing a lot of you girls are always asking how to tell if a guy is serious or not when you meet First things first, I always say make sure to know the difference between attention and intention. If someone truly values you and wants to be with you, their intention will be to pursue you. No questions asked and leaving no room for confusion. Attention without intention behind it to pursue you is when women get left confused he texts me but inconsistently he reaches out all the time but he never makes plans to take me out he's always engaging with me on social media but never makes the move to take it a step further I met him out and he asked for my number but All we did was exchange numbers and shared each other's names and then he never followed up. He told me he wanted to take me out and he never texted me again. Guess what girls? That guy who's inconsistently texting you is texting 10 other girls. So he's a little bit scatterbrained and he reaches out to you when you pop back up in his head and when he needs a little bit of attention. He might be a little bored. He wants to remind you that he exists. That guy who reaches out regularly but doesn't plan to take you out, he's never going to because guess what? You keep replying when he reaches out. So he clearly knows that if he wanted to, he could. He knows that if he asked, you would say yes. So he's choosing not to ask. And what about that guy who's always engaging with you on social media, always watching your stories, always throwing fire emojis, always replying, always in your DMs, always in your likes, but doesn't take it a step further? Guess what? He's doing that to every single girl that he follows that he finds attractive. Why? Because he's bored and he's immature. And I got more bad news for you. That guy that you met at the club and exchange numbers with but he never followed up on taking you to that five-star dinner that he promised you he's a player and he's either one of these two things one he doesn't remember even meeting you 
He was so drunk, he doesn't even know. He did that with five other girls, left the club with 20 phone numbers, and quite frankly doesn't remember speaking to you at all. Or two, he does remember it. He knows what he told you. And he's choosing not to follow up and take you to the place that he asked to take you when you said yes. The second you said yes, he could have made the reservation. But he didn't. And he hasn't followed up. So pick which one of those two options feeds your delusions better. If it's better that he was so drunk he forgot. Or if he remembers and is just choosing not to. And if you're still confused and thinking like, no, but I think he does like me. He texts me every single day. He's just really busy. Why else would he be giving me this much attention? Do not flatter yourself, girls. They don't like you. They just like that you like them. So right now, you need to remind yourself that what you truly desire and need is more important than someone's company and attention. If he can't give you effort and commitment, and that's what you need, then you can't give him time and attention. You don't need his company just because he's cute or funny or you have chemistry. You have to believe so firmly in the things that you want and value instead of putting value in useless attention just because you have fun together. When a man is sure of you, knows that he wants a relationship with you, and can give you exactly what you want, he leads. He isn't going to wait on you to lead the relationship or conversation. So many girls try to get a guy to emotionally connect to her that they lead the conversation so much so to the point where it's not even truly a conversation anymore. It's more like you are just interviewing him and asking him questions and he is just responding to you. You're making it so easy to talk every day because you're leading the conversation. But if you didn't lead the conversation, it would probably be over. So if you feel like you keep getting shifted into that position where you're in your masculine and you have to lead him, you're pushing him into his feminine energy and he is wasting your time and he is wasting your energy. And maybe he liked you a little bit more in the beginning, so you're still hanging on to that. Maybe he showed you a little bit more effort in the beginning, but something that happens often is that men introduce women to a vibe that they cannot maintain. And I say that this happens often because it does for a multitude of reasons, but one that really comes to my mind right now is that men are very visual creatures. So he might see you and like you. Off the bat, if he is that attracted to you and wants you, he will pull all the stops, show you this energy, text you every day, call you every day, make you feel like wanting and whatnot. But because they're so visual, quite often men see someone else that they like. Another shiny object dangling in front of his face. So then he puts his energy on her. And what does that mean? He's pulling his energy back from you. So then you're confused and you don't really know how to explain what's going on. It's really hard to express. And when this happens, it looks like this. One, a man comes into your life and he's excited about you and makes you excited about him. 
he expresses his interest toward you, his feelings toward you, whether he says it in so many words or just shows it in his actions, like I said, by calling and texting you every day or maybe taking you out to dinner every week and you're sure about this and you're feeling secure that this is a good thing, that's how it starts. And then two, what happens next is the vibe starts to fizzle out and it starts to slow down. And now he's breadcrumbing you. Hey, your conversations have no substance anymore. It's just that. Hey, what's up? What are you doing tonight? And then they never actually offer to do something with you, even when you say you're free. It's like, oh, nothing, you. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm not sure either. Just seeing what's going on tonight. So everything is just shifting now because he can't or won't or doesn't want to maintain the energy he introduced you to and then comes stage three you might even try to express to him that something is off and he's like nah i'm just busy or he can even get manipulative like oh well sorry i'm not on my phone all day i'm not attached to my phone i'm working uh even though two weeks ago he was texting you without fail while he was still working the same exact job that he's saying he's too busy at now So you want to express your needs, but he's kind of shutting you down and making you feel crazy and annoying for even bringing it up when he claims that there's no issue. So if there's no issue, why are you getting so defensive over this? Why are you getting so manipulative? So guess what, girls? If he's not willing to hear you out, he's wasting your time. Jay Shetty talked about this in a podcast and I wrote some notes from it. So I wanted to read you a little excerpt of my notes. And it's as follows. If this person isn't willing to talk about things, they're wasting your time. If they're not willing to address or correct things that have already been talked about, they're wasting your time. If you guys aren't on the same page about what you want and where you want to go, they're wasting your time. And if he stops talking to you after you were vulnerable and told him how you felt, Do not convince yourself that this was your fault. If you were loving and compassionate, your actions or words were not the problem. It was the person. Being vulnerable exposes what's not for you faster. So be grateful for your vulnerability because it removes what's not for you. Okay, girls? So if you met a guy, started dating, and things went great until they suddenly didn't, things started going backwards and stopped progressing, the bad news is he's just not that into you. Because no matter what he has going on, if he was the one for you, you would get through this together. Adversity, busy schedules, tough times, all the things. Together. No man has ever said, I love this woman. She's everything that I'm looking for in a partner, in a wife, in a girlfriend, in a woman. But you know what? I have so much going on with work. Or my family is going through a really tough time of having family troubles. So I'm just going to let somebody else have her. She's my dream woman and she wants to be with me. But I'm going to let somebody else have her because I'm just a little too busy. No. So girls, I'm giving you the harsh truth and the tough love now as clearly as possible so you can stop blocking your blessings like I had to do two years ago. I had to open the doors 
to welcome in more blessings and now it's your turn to do the same. And remember this, if it's not this man, it's a better man. If it's not this relationship, it's a better relationship. It's simply this or something better. So stop blocking your blessings on this. And that is all that we have for today. I'm not going to do a Dear Victoria segment because all of the submissions that I have right now that are relevant to this specific subject and this topic are quite old. So I would love some brand new submissions. For my girls who need advice, please email me to victoria.forthegirlspodcast at gmail.com. Please make sure the subject is Dear Victoria. I always make your stories anonymous so you don't have to worry about that. But let's get some fresh stories in so I can use them on the next episodes. But thank you girls so much for listening. Until next time, girls. Hey, I'm Charlene Joint, and you may remember me from season 18 of The Bachelor, and this is my husband, Andy. Hello. Together, we host Dear Shandy, a relationship podcast where we answer all your burning relationship questions and satisfy your guilty pleasure, aka bachelor needs. Not only do we provide the best bachelor recaps in all the land. So we're told. But we even bring on your favorite couples from Bachelor Nation for live double dates. Subscribe to Dear Shandy. We guarantee belly laughs, razor sharp advice, and to never take ourselves too seriously. 